You're listening to the Inbound Logistics Podcast with today's guests, Jana Simmons and Bobby Holland from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank Freight Payment Index has parsed through some relevant data that may be heavily impacting the shipping industry. From the threat of tariffs and autonomous technology to a capacity crunch or hurricane season in the southeast, what index insights can your company use to be better prepared and optimize your supply chain? Jenna Simmons and Bobby Holland of U.S. Bank join us to break down their takes on the trends they're seeing. With us today are Jenna Simmons. VP of Transportation Relationship Management for U.S. Bank, and Bobby Holland for his return visit, VP of Director of Freight Data Solutions, also for U.S. Bank. Folks, thank you for joining the Inbound Logistics Podcast today. Thank you. Thank you. Jenna, before we start, uh, we usually like to give our audience uh, a brief introduction to who our guests are. So if you could, could you give us a little background info on who you are, uh, how you got into the field, maybe a little bit about your current work with U.S. Bank? Sure. My name is Jana Simmons. I've been with U.S. Bank for about seven years. I have been in the industry for about 25, freight payment and audit. I have an operations background. Um, My current role as a relationship manager, I manage uh, large volume shippers in the southeast region. Great. And Bobby, uh, first, welcome back, of course, Uh, but uh, a a little bit of information about you for any new listeners tuning in. Um, I have an extensive background in software engineering and architecture. Um, I've been with U.S. Bank for two years, and I run a a new product team that's responsible for producing uh, data products based on um, our payment uh, processing. Great. And Bobby, obviously we've had you on several times before to talk about the U.S. Bank Freight Payment Index, but we get new listeners every day. So could you give us a brief overview on what we're looking at when we look at that index? Okay. The uh, U.S. Bank... Freight Payment Index is a barometer for assessing the nation's shipping industry, and we produce this with data source from around $25 billion in annual commercial freight payments transacted through our freight payment platform. Um, our freight payment index has two key measures. Uh, we measure uh, the spend index, and that represents freight spend, and the shipment index represents shipment volume, and the index charts uh, the velocity of shipments and spend and whether that velocity is rising or falling and at, and at what rate. Now, we have a, do have a unique feature of our index in that it breaks down the data into five U.S. regions. We break it down into the west, southwest, midwest, southeast, and northeast, and this is based on the state of origin for a shipment. All right, and one of the uh, notes that we took from the uh, National Shipment and Spend Index is that the, it fell this past quarter for the first time since 2016. What, if anything, is that saying about the industry? Well, the index uh, index is falling is indi- indicative of a general moderation of the economy at large from its previously what we consider torrid pace. It's worth noting that the declines in both indexes are in line with what was expected as far as deceleration in the third quarter gross domestic product growth. And as you know, trucking often leads to the broader economy, and the decreases in the index suggest that economic growth has hit a peak and will decelerate in the fourth quarter and moving forward. Now, with that said, economic output will be good enough to support the growing truck freight volumes, and capacity will remain tight because, again, we're measuring velocity. So the deceleration simply means that the economy is still growing, 
but not as fast as uh, and as rapidly as before. Now, regarding that economic deceleration, what factors do you think are occurring within the trucking industry to impact that? Well, we find the tariffs. That's uh, one of the big words of the day. Um, while they're still very early in implementation, uh, we see that U.S. tariffs on some foreign products, as well as retaliatory tariffs on some U.S. goods, likely at least had somewhat of a negative impact on the quarter. And then we also know about the hurricanes. Uh, Hurricane Florence negatively impacted the marketplace, and this was supported by data in the freight payment index as well in the third quarter, especially in the southeast region. Now, it's very difficult for us to determine the exact impact that the hurricane had on the indexes, but it's safe to assume that these declines would not have been as large without the storm. Uh, John, this question is for you then uh, regarding the hurricane rebuilding efforts. What are you seeing from shippers in the southeast? Sure, it's really based on on the vertical or the industry. You know, in my portfolio, I manage anywhere from retail, rebuilding, automotive, et cetera. So obviously from a retail perspective, I'm hearing from my customers that the hurricanes, the most recent hurricanes anyway, did not really impact them as much as the ones that we had last year at this, you know, around the same time. So from a retail perspective, I would say that it's kind of what, you know, in line of what they were, what they would expect for a hurricane to happen. But from a rebuilding perspective, they are definitely, you know, still working in the areas. The numbers are going up because they're having to take products over there to rebuild the areas that have been affected. Now, from an automotive industry, we did see a bit of a decline, especially in Texas, because, you know, some of our customers have manufacturing facilities in Mexico that they come up through Texas to deliver the, you know, the final product. And they were definitely impacted, as you see from the automotive industry in general, from the last set of hurricanes, just based on where the location was. So a little bit of a decline on the automotive, but, you know, rebuilding and retail, I would say, um, were not as negatively impacted by the, the overall numbers. Now, uh, for the shippers in that region, are you noticing any trends in terms of how they're preparing uh, their supply chains for hurricane season? Sure. And again, you know, not to say the same thing over, but it's really based on the vertical. Our retail customers in the area have very extensive hurricane and disaster recovery plans that, it, you know, not necessarily just for hurricanes, but any type of disasters in general, they have, they you know, have entire teams that plan for in their warehouses and in their stores. They have emergency um, products that they, you know, set aside for any such instances. The automotive, I think they they definitely have recovery planning, but when you're shipping, you know, large cars, it's not as many things that are needed out in the, you know, from a recovery perspective, it's a lot different than needing, you know, the retail items that you would need from, um, you know, a large retail supplier. Um, but they are very heavily involved and in all areas are very heavily involved in the recovery efforts, which you'll see, you know, those large shippers will, you know, have drives for water donations to Red Cross areas out in the area um, with additional staffing from their facilities to go and help with the recovery efforts. Uh, Bobby, uh, back to you for a second. There's a a pattern of hurricanes in the southeast. Uh, Do you detect any uh, associated impact patterns in the spend and shipment indexes? 
Uh, what we tend to see initially in the southeast, definitely a deceleration during the initial impact. But then we see that subsequent quarters rebound as, as the rebuild efforts begin. Uh, we see some affecting of the, you know, from the southeast up into the northeast and also into the southwest. But again, um, when the rebuilding efforts and the, the remanagement of resources begins, then we see that those um, regions tend to bounce back fairly quickly. Okay. I want to go back to something that you mentioned earlier, uh, Jana. Uh, when you're looking at the tight capacity situation, there are two variables, uh, the number of truck drivers or, or volume reduction. Is the introduction of autonomous vehicles, uh, which has uh, got support from both suppliers and uh, a regulatory standpoint, is that a realistic factor to consider over the next two years? Um, and talking to my customer base, I, they are a bit hesitant to commit to the two-year window, so to speak. They think that it's a bit further out. Um, and talking to one of them, I would say, you know, a scenario that they gave me as you think about, you know, people like myself and Bobby that have been in the, the industry for 20 plus years, you know, you go to a warehouse 20 years ago and you had people actually doing the picking and packing. But today, fast forward 20 years, if you go into a warehouse, it's rare that they don't have, you know, robots going in and doing the picking and packing. So I think it's definitely in the future, two years uh, to my customer base seems a bit quick, but they, it's definitely something that they see happening. One such customer, you know, is very heavily involved in testing of it out in the Arizona area. But again, they don't see that it's going to be, you know, something that's going to be that quick. So they're looking at, you know, working on the capacity issues that we have in the industry and in other ways, such as, you know, um, working with the um, people that are trying to support the changing of the age of drivers, you know, looking at allowing drivers from the military to be under the age of 21, et cetera. And Bobby, uh, playing off of what Jana said about the uh, impact of autonomous vehicles, uh, do you anticipate uh, a disparate uh, regional impact to be reflected in the shipments and spend indexes? Uh, right now, Jeff, it's too early for us to tell looking at the data, but we are keeping an eye um, for looking out for trends. And Jenna, with uh, so many customers in the Southeast, uh, you have to see a variety of use cases for optimizing supply chains, uh, utilizing the U.S. Bank Freight Payment Index. Could you share a region-specific uh, use case story? Well, in talking to my customers about the U.S. Bank Freight Index, it's definitely something that they utilize, but I think it's more in a, you know, compare and contrast, checking to see if they're on trend, seeing if they're, you know, along the same lines as their peers is what they mostly use the index for today. We do have several customers that are um, interested in our freight benchmarking process that um, has rolled out in the last couple of months. So, but mostly today, in conversations, it's around the compare contrast to see if they're on trend. Okay. And uh, Bobby, uh, I'll ask you uh, for the last word on this. Where can the inbound logistics audience go to get more information on the U.S. Bank and Freight Payment Index? Well, listeners can learn more and subscribe to the index at freight.usbank.com. Great. Fantastic information. Bobby Holland, Janice Simmons, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, best of luck. Thank you as well. Thank you. Inbound Logistics Magazine is the information leader in supply chain and logistics management. 
Start your free print and digital subscription today by visiting bit.ly slash get il. That's bit.ly slash get underscore il and stay ahead of the 3PL game. Inbound Logistics Podcast is a production of Inbound Logistics Magazine. For the most in-depth information around logistics, transportation, and supply chain practices, get your free print and digital subscription at inboundlogistics.com slash subscribe. Connect with us via LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube for the most current developments in the industry. If you'd like to leave us some feedback or have a topic you'd like to see covered in a future episode, call our dialogue line at 888-878-3247 or leave us an email at podcast at inboundlogistics.com. I'm your host, Jeff Vita. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time here on the Inbound Logistics Podcast.